Donald Trump, M&Ms, and the end of the world. Today, we're gonna to be covering all of that on Provoke and Inspire Instant Reaction. What's up guys, my name is Ben Pierce from Provoke and Inspire, and in this new Instant Reaction edition, I'll be looking at some of the events and news from around the world and asking what would Jesus think and how would Jesus have us respond? So it looks like nobody is safe in the ideological wars of our times. Eminem in a recent move to be more inclusive created mascots for their product that would represent the LGBT community. This was seen as positive by many, but what they did not expect was the backlash that they would receive. The criticism got so intense that it Eventually, they just scrapped the whole idea and went to a human mascot instead. And as a follower of Jesus, you might be thinking, well, this is kind of ridiculous and silly. Why should I even be thinking about this? I think it's further evidence that the boundaries for this conversation continue to move and now there is no area or aspect of society that is left untouched. A company like Eminem is on the forefront of this conversation. And so as a follower of Jesus, what is our proper response? Because I think by and large, we respond in two ways and I think neither of them represent Jesus. The first response is indifference. We can think, well, who cares? Why do I bother with this conversation? Or, yeah, it's terrible, but what am I supposed to do about it? The other response is outrage. Well, put it on the list of things to cancel, right? Cancel Netflix, cancel Disney, cancel M&Ms. We put another bumper sticker on our cars, we post something angry on social media, and we think, good, job done. I have stood up for the righteous side of this argument. But again, I don't see Jesus doing that either. So looking at Jesus, what is the right way to respond? Well, I think the first one is to care, is to have a broken heart. In the end of the day, these are not just innocuous ideas. These ideas are having devastating consequences consequences in real lives. So I think Jesus first would respond by having a genuine, compassionate, and broken heart uh, for the lost. And that needs to be our response too. Not to just think, wow, how dumb are people, or I can't believe that we're dealing with these kinds of issues, but to care about the people involved. The second way he'd respond is to get involved. I don't think Jesus would just stand on the sidelines and fire shots or cancel something or boycott something. I think Jesus in his life proved that he was a friend of sinners. And the truth is I am a sinner and so are you. We all are. We are all in need of grace. And Jesus spent his time with people who needed him most. I think Jesus would lovingly enter into the messiness, into the brokenness, and in a loving way, he would stand up for what's true. So for better or for worse, Donald Trump is back on Facebook. Uh, this follows Twitter's move to allow him back on their platform as well. And again, this is not a political post, but I'm asking the question, what would Jesus think about this situation? And regardless of the politics, I wanna focus more on the idea of speech. What I find perplexing and dangerous is that we live in a culture, especially in the West, that says there is no truth. There is no absolute right or wrong, that everyone is free to decide for themselves. And yet at the same time, we have a culture that will choose to say you can speak and you can't speak. You can exist on this platform and you cannot. And to me, those do not work together. If we do not have a unifying morality, if we can't, for example, say the Bible determines what's right or wrong and we judge our actions based on that standard, then all we're really left with is consensus and power. And I think if history has shown us anything, is that if power, the powers that be, the powers of the mob, the powers of the media, if they can determine who can speak and who cannot, we're heading to a very, very dangerous reality. So I think at the very least, if you do not believe that the Bible is a unifying morality, then you should be the kind of person who fights for all voices to be heard. Because if we simply give away that authority to the cultural powers that be, we could be heading for a very, very dangerous place. Finally, it turns out it's the end of the world. Scientists who came up with the doomsday clock, this symbol for how close we are to the world coming to an end, have moved the clock to 90 seconds to midnight. 
which if you ask me, sounds like a really bad pop punk band from the 90s. Either way, they deem based on various economic, geopolitical, and environmental factors that we are edging ourselves closer and closer to the cliff, to the edge of everything that we know and love. And again, as a follower of Jesus, how do we respond to a story like this? Well, I think in a couple of ways. The first way is that the world is coming to an end. We do believe that. You know, regardless of all of the entertainment and the numbing ourselves and, and the refusing to think about it, the fact is, this world will come to an end. And maybe more specifically, it will come to an end for you and for me and for every single person that you meet. So regardless of this doomsday clock or how close we really are to the end of the world, every follower of Jesus needs to live with the appropriate amount of urgency because every single person you meet will die and they will die just in a matter of decades. And this should affect the way we approach people outside of the church, in our families or around us who don't know Jesus. Beyond that, I think we need to recognize that every single person has this innate sense of their fragility. And at the same time, this innate sense that we should really go on forever. I think all people of all times have conceived of an afterlife because deep down they don't feel like they should end. They conceive of things like the end of the world because their minds are consumed with what comes next. And I think as followers of Jesus, we need to recognize this as an opportunity to have a spiritual conversation outside of the church. We need to ask people, what does happen when this world ends? Because it will. What does happen when you end? Because you will. And I think we need to see this uh, and to recognize the fear and anxiety that people have around this topic and use that as an opportunity to share the only real hope that any of us have and that's Jesus. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this Provoke and Inspire instant reaction. If you want to hear full conversations from the full Provoke and Inspire regular crew, click the link in the bio. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next time. Peace.